Hello and welcome to another edition of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is your host, John Jantz, and I'm going to do something a little different this week. If you've been listening to me for any amount of time, you know that I generally interview authors and thought leaders and marketers and business folks. And today I'm actually just going to ramble on to you by myself about a couple concepts that I think are certainly important. I've been talking about them for a number of years and I think they've actually become increasingly important. And I want to share those with you in what amounts to a solo session today. Today's topic is something I call the marketing hourglass. And I'm going to give you my overview of the hourglass. I'm going to give you the steps involved in creating your own hourglass and really uh, some background on why I think this is such a significant concept. But first, let's talk about the fundamentals of marketing and maybe how they've changed. I always like to start with, and if you've been listening to me at all, if you've read my books, if you read my blog, you've you've probably heard me say this, and that's my definition of marketing. Uh, I think it's a little different than the textbook definitions, and I, I've really worked for a lot of years to try to develop, um, after working with small business owners for countless years, try to develop my own definition of marketing. And I believe it's a very simple thing. I believe the definition of marketing is getting someone who has a need to know, like, and trust you. And I believe that that's the real game that we are engaged in. And the the sort of gratifying thing for me is I've been using that definition for about 10 years. And I think it's actually become more relevant with each passing year, certainly with the onslaught of uh, the social world that we now find ourselves or the reality that marketers certainly find themselves in. I often talk to groups and I will uh, ask them uh, by a show of hands to tell me how many of them have a TiVo or how many of them listen to XM radio and are on do not call lists and uh, have some sort of spam filtering. I mean, we've, as a society, developed a fairly significant and effective set of tools to really block unwanted messages. And so I often tell people that that I believe that while tools change and technology change, and certainly we have uh, new tactics uh, that we need to employ, I don't believe the fundamentals of marketing have really changed that much. Now, what has changed is how we interact with the customer, how we find new business, how we keep business. It is certainly changed from the days when we would uh, run an ad, we would uh, tweak that ad, we'd, uh, we would test that ad, we'd, we'd, we could measure our results and really know that if we broadcast enough ads to enough of uh, a targeted audience, uh, we were going to have X result. And certainly with all those technologies that I just named, it's certainly become much more uh, a matter of being found as opposed to hunting, and that's the uh, the place where this enti- this idea of trust has become so significant. the The idea of the marketing funnel has really broken in my mind. Again, the idea that we could just round up lots of suspects, throw them into the top of the funnel, and and hopefully squeeze uh, enough of them out the end of the funnel, and and that's really the the concept that I want to spend the rest of this uh, time together talking about. I believe that the new model is something that I call the marketing hourglass. So if you think in terms of the marketing funnel, 
or a funnel being a certain shape. Think in terms of an hourglass having that shape and then that shape turned over on its head to form the hourglass. The new form of lead generation is keeping and thrilling a customer. And I think that uh, for me, there is a logical progression from going from know, like, and trust, my definition of marketing, getting someone who has a need to know, like, and trust you. The logical progression then is to turn that know, like, and trust into try, buy, repeat, and refer. And I'd like to view business, I think we can view business as a whole as simply taking somebody and moving them down the path through those seven steps. So let me say them again. It is know, like, trust, try, buy, repeat, and refer. And in fact, if you have a pen and paper, I'd suggest that you write those seven words down. Take one big piece of paper, write those seven words down, and out to the side of each, draw a line. So that's know, like, trust, try, buy, repeat, and refer. And then draw a line out to the side. And I believe that you could actually advance your business from both a strategic and a tactical standpoint, if you would simply write out to the to the right of each of those words some thing, some product, service, process, or campaign that would allow you to make sure that you were moving people, that, that that thing, be it your ads, be it referrals, be it your newsletter, uh, be it your SEO uh, activities, that, that those things were focused on one of those seven steps. Now we get to try, um, and I think that that's a step that many that that's a gap for many people. In fact, I often show a graphic that when I put up this hourglass, and I've said that it, that it's the logical progression is no like, trust, try, buy. Well, for most people, it's no and buy. They have a step for here's our ad, here's how to know about us, uh, come down and buy something from us. And I'd like to suggest that if you fill in that like, trust, and try uh, with processes with education uh, with a way for them to actually sample uh, your brilliance or sample your your product or or have a low cost or or at least a a low barrier to entry engagement that you can more easily move the right people into the buy category so what are all the steps steps what are all the touch points what are all the processes you need to develop so that you are properly educating and building trust and allowing them to try and then and only then buy from you this halftime break is brought to you by constant contact constant contact helps small businesses and nonprofits build great customer relationships with email marketing event marketing, and online surveys. Visit them today at constantcontact.com and sign up for your free 60-day trial. And then certainly from the instant that that buy happens, you know what, what's the experience look like? What do you want the, the customer experience to look like? What's the transaction look like? Have you built something like a new customer kit so that you can orient them properly and, and keep the expectation going? Do you have a results review? Do you have a way to, to further educate and make sure that they get the, the results that you've promised? Do you have a way to go back and measure those results as a very set process? That, that is absolutely one of the best ways to fill in the repeat process of the hourglass. 
And then lastly, refer. The idea should be that everyone or at least 100% of your customers that come or, or the folks that enter your hourglass in the no phase, the goal should be to move as many of those as possible all the way to the refer phase. So what, what is your expectation? What is your process? Uh, to What is your campaign to make sure that you're turning those, those happy customers into repeat and refer customers? So I believe this marketing hourglass is such an important concept because customer churn, losing customers, something that might have been acceptable at some point in your trajectory is devastating in today's market reality. It costs in some very significant ways. First, replacing a customer, as I explained before, has become harder to do, right? We have all those ways uh, to block out uh, unwanted messages. So uh, the uh, the idea of actually getting to our prospects, getting to suspects, uh, generating leads has actually become harder to do. The second reality of this is that a, a thrilled and happy customer takes care of the lead generation process. They will turn into referral sources. They will actually turn into probably one of your greatest marketing assets possible. And I'll tell you the other thing that happens if you focus on the customer experience, if you focus on thrilling your customers, is all of a sudden your marketing cost will nosedive. It is so much less expensive to generate business by word of mouth, by word of a happy customer than it is to go out there and, and simply buy more leads and acquire more customers. Now, I know you know this. I mean, it's it's obvious in most cases for most businesses. Um, but I think a lot of times we just keep it at the sort of academic uh, level. And, and what I'd like to do is see you take action steps to make sure uh, that these things are happening. So here's some of the things I'd like you to think about. First off is construct the marketing hourglass uh, that, that would be specific for your business. And it doesn't really matter where your business is. I find that if we take these seven steps and we just use that as a guide, and in some cases, certainly a startup may have things they need to build, processes they need to construct or, or evaluate, and touch points they need to add. A mature business, uh, in many cases, uh, can refine their processes and make sure that they are uh, filling some of the gaps. So look at that and ask yourself, where do you have gaps? One of the things that I often tell people to do is try to construct what do you want the ideal customer experience to look like? And a lot of times what I will tell people is work backwards. What would be the, the absolute perfect customer experience or the, the, what a customer would be saying to themselves after you've run them through this and they, they, they absolutely want to refer a business to you? Work backwards. What would be the, the, the touch points that you would have to create? What would you have to measure? What would you have to understand to make sure that they had that experience. Are there new products or services or byproducts uh, of your products and services that you need to create? In many cases, uh, for a lot of businesses, uh, both the try phase and the repeat phase consists of maybe turning your service into a product or turning your product into a service or adding maintenance or adding trial versions or adding uh, startup versions or adding products that or, or services or processes that make it easy for people to switch to yours. 
Go out and talk to a number of your existing customers, particularly ones that are already referring business to you. Find out what else you could do for them. What products or services or processes could you add that would actually make it easier for them to buy, that would make it easier for them to understand the value they're receiving, that would make it easier for them to refer business to you? Look at all your products and services and try to think in terms of the additional training and education that you could add. So often, the difference between a thrilled customer and, a, and, and simply a satisfied customer is the follow-up and additional information we give them so that we make sure that they get the most of the products and services that they purchased. Uh, in many cases, uh, we will uh, deliver exactly what we had promised, but by no fault of our own, the customer isn't getting everything that they could out of the engagement or out of the product. And in many cases, simply adding some tools, they might just be autoresponders that are follow-up messages that, that, that tell them how to do more or tell them how to get more out of what they've purchased. Simply adding some of those types of education pieces to your follow-up and touch points is how you create a fully formed marketing hourglass. So go out and do it today. Look at your entire business this way and I think that you may all of a sudden, marketing may all of a sudden make a lot more sense than it did yesterday.